Okay, welcome to the Tesla Talks podcast for uh, the first week. Is it? Yeah, it's the first week of October 2020. Pandemic still with us. It's getting worse. I don't know how many more podcasts we're going to have with this. <laughs> I'm just kidding, folks. So, welcome my special one and only guest tonight. He's a staple, like I always said from week to week before. Franklin, Mother Frunker, thanks for joining us, buddy. Yep. Excited. <laughs> to talk about Tesla news. You sounded really exciting there. Yeah, no, it's yeah. Uh, it's been it's been a busy week. So you know what? We're gonna do a few things different tonight. We're gonna get right to the news. We, there's no one to introduce or anything like that. Um, you know what? We could have had some guests on, and I had some uh, people in mind, but I figured, you know what? Let's just keep it small and uh, low key and interactive with uh, just just Franklin and I. Uh, that way, we can get the news out of the way and uh, get to. A little bit of talking and we're gonna what's the goal i told you franklin for for tonight's podcast uh 45 minutes 45 minutes yeah so we're gonna do our best hey and uh and for those who are watching if you guys have questions comments uh leave it in the comments and um we'll either answer the questions as we go or i will get to them at some point we won't skip any uh it just however the flow of our conversation so exactly we we never skip <laughs> yeah, I, I keep track of every comment. So he actually does. I don't know how he does. Do you do you like note it somewhere? No, no. It's in, it's in my head. Jesus, you're, you're. <laughs> I won't That's say what memory. I think. You're. Yeah, you have a good, very good memory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Our uh, like I said, we had a lot of news, and uh, uh, Elon in the last forty-eight hours has been tweeting up a storm and giving us all the information stuff out. He wasn't even last week, but uh, it's been two weeks, so we're not going to go back to the old old news from two weeks ago, but. This may be old news to you guys, but uh, we'll, we'll go get to it anyways. And uh, that's not how I want to get to it. Okay, so the first uh, topic, or I guess first article, is from Electric. It's uh, Tesla says they caught some sabotager. Is sabotager a word, Franklin? Before I go any further, is, is that yes. that word? Yeah, sabotager. Okay, I didn't yeah. know the sabotager, sabotage, sabotage. I, I didn't know. Anyways, so sabotager at the, the Fremont factory, and. The reason I bring this up, I mean, obviously it was news, I think yesterday or today, but I'm thinking when I read this article and then there was one that they caught before anything even happened, probably about a month or two ago. I don't know if you guys remember that, but I'm thinking, you know what? I hope that Tesla is putting a lot of concentration or a lot of uh, work into this because as they get bigger and bigger, as they're getting so big as it is, this is going to be a main problem for them, I think. Like, if they don't, like, get a handle on it now and, and get some kind of program into place, what do you think? You think this this going forward is going to take up a lot of their, their um, resources and stuff like that, and they're going to have to, you know... I think if you look at uh, Elon Musk as a whole, he's um, kind of fighting against a lot of large industries with a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, all at once. Like, if you actually, like, think about it and list it through... Uh, from like oil companies to other car manufacturers to uh, uh, th like there's a long list, right? Uh, individual part suppliers for the cars and so on and so forth. So if you actually think about it from the perspective of the number of people that have uh, money to lose, you got to imagine that this is going to actually happen uh, more often than it probably should. Uh, and I'm not saying, I'm not like trying to throw out a conspiracy theory or anything where the no, guy did it no. because of, uh, stocks or anything. I'm just saying uh, it's a very well-known fact that people want Tesla to fail, right? Yeah. So you got to imagine things like this will slip through. 
And um, unfortunately, this kind of stuff doesn't just happen to Tesla. It's uh, happens to every company, right? Uh, every company that if they have like a disgruntled employee or ex-employee or some of like that or someone that just doesn't like the company. But like you're bang on when you say Tesla uh, has has and probably will continue to even grow more uh, enemies and people that just don't like them. I mean, they're known as a disruptor in many industries, right? And it's going to even be more industries as as they grow bigger and bigger. So, yeah, and that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking with the size they are now and the size that they potentially can get to, it's going to be a, a factor that they're going to have to concentrate on, I think, because it's, it's not going to go away. It's not like everyone's just going to give up. Like The first one a few weeks ago was from – hold on a second – <laughs> talk for a second friend. I, yeah, so <laughs> I, I was going to mention that if you um if you look at some of the other companies like uh waymo had the same problem google waymo had the same problem uh with uh a gentleman who went to uber uh That's and he's hilarious. seeking uh like um jail time now uh apple's had it uh amazon's had it from engineers perspective uh and some of it's not like technically sabotage. It's like carrying company secrets, but it's, it is sabotage yeah. in the grand scheme of things. Right. So, uh, you, every company gets this kind of stuff. It's unfortunate. It happens. Uh, and you know, you just going to hope that it doesn't happen as, uh, as often, uh, yeah. when it does. Right. Yeah. For anyone listening at home, you know, you're exactly right, Franklin. For anyone list, uh, watching at home live or watching this after, my lights went out. Uh, this happened last week too, or the last episode, and I figured out what it was. It wasn't, I, I, bl- I apologize, I blame my son for it last time, but I remember now, I have a timer on these lights that, that they go off at 10. So that's what it was. It went off at 10, and I was in the dark. But getting back to our story, yeah, so for anyone that isn't familiar with this, article or, or this incident that happened this time, uh, you go, go to Electric or any of these um, uh, websites and you can check out everyone. I think most people did an article about it. But basically, in a nutshell, it happened about two weeks ago. Some um, It happened in the IT or InfoSec teams. They uh, found what they call SICK. I don't know if that stands for something because it's spelled differently. An employee had maliciously sabotaged part of the factory. Uh, they found out real quick and, and they shut it down and, and caught him really quickly and didn't do anything to production. It was uh, running smoothly after a few hours. What I found really weird, and maybe this is just my type of thinking, they just fired him. They just said, you know what, you're out. But wouldn't, I mean, I don't know the laws in the States um, or even in, in the state of California, but I would think there would be some criminal elements to what he did that they could probably charge him criminally. But like I said, I don't know. I'm just thinking outside the box or I'm thinking out loud that maybe they could have charged him. Yeah, possibly. Um, I'm not sure about the the legalities of stuff, right? No. Uh, some of the comments, Mark said that Tesla has a lot of internal metrics in place. So hopefully they're uh, set up better to catch these people. Um, and then uh, Kushik, and hopefully it didn't butcher his name too much my apologies uh maybe they should host hackathons to help improve security uh so yeah uh, i don't i don't know now off the top of my head um maybe some of the comments can tell me uh if they have like a bug bounty program uh, they do they they do for their software their cars uh, that's right they do actually because they had the yeah. the mil- one million dollar one and people are going crazy over yeah. Uh, yeah. and those things actually 
do help a lot. Uh, I was actually just reading one about Apple about two hours ago where someone had access to uh, pretty much every piece of data uh, with like 55 different vulnerabilities and Apple paid them out uh, like a quarter of a million dollars. And wow. it's kind of fascinating because that person probably could have took it to uh, people with malicious intent and could have probably cashed in way more than what Apple offered. But uh, bug bounties do work and uh, they are good for companies like companies that offer them. So, yeah, <laughs> they do. And, and that's why I'm wondering in this case for internal stuff that isn't software related and stuff like that, but even software internally, if they should have some kind of internal employee bounty, like a snitch line or something where they give a reward. I don't know if that would work. I don't know if that's something they want to get into, but like, like in this case, it was internally, right? And actually, last case was internally too. So you say snitch line, it ranges from like, you know, a hundred dollars to free Tesla, depending on the level of severity. Yeah, like they, well, they're trying to put you know some kind of incentive there, right? So. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, right? It's, yeah. uh, I mean, but Tesla does take uh, security uh, properly, and uh, they're improving security on the back end because they started with. Uh, multi-factor authentication uh, this past yeah. week. Yes, they did. And um, this article <laughs> is brought to you by Drive Tesla Canada. And, you know, I'll, I can sit here and say, this is what multi-factor authentication is. and so, But I'd be lying. I mean, I know the basics of it and know what it's about, but I'd be lying and I'd be doing it a disservice if I sat here when I've got Franklin right below me uh, that can do a much better job of explaining this. So without it further ado, Franklin, take it away. Uh, the easiest is- way to- <laughs> so I've actually like pestered Elon about this. So I got two replies, but you did added, yeah. Um, you and our, our uh, Tesla Raj, Raj, yeah, Raj as well. Um, yeah, and Raj and I actually had like some private conversations. We're like, we're so glad we're hammering him, and he's actually responding and getting it done, right? So we're both pretty happy with the outcome. Uh, and for the record, before we go into what it is, MFA mother Franker authentication, right. Maybe you Not know what factor authentication Tesla does. Yeah, maybe they're cre- he's they're fully crediting you. I mean, they should give yeah. Raj a little shout out too because he was equally as uh, instrumental. Yeah, well, but anyways, yeah. <laughs> all, jo- all jokes aside, all jokes yeah, aside. Yeah, so all um, jokes aside. Anyone, um, you explain it. But before I get you to explain it, I'll let everyone know that if you want to see how it's done at a step by step a walkthrough. Franklin did an awesome job a couple days ago, uh, put out a, a nice quick video right to the point, showed how to go about doing it if, you, if you're not familiar or if you're not comfortable doing it on your own. Franklin's got an awesome video. Not a, not so, a plug, but just on topic. So, the basic premise behind it is uh, you log into your account right now, use a username and password. Uh, so that's like, think of that as, as only one way uh, that you're actually able to log in and get access to your account. Uh, so if uh, multi-factor, multi-factor authentication is adding multiple uh, authentication methods to be able to get into your account. So if I already give you my email and password for my Tesla account, Dax, and you go and type it in in the uh, in the app or on the website to log in, yeah, uh, I can I can freely give it to you right now, and it okay. won't do nothing because you need a second uh, piece of information to be able to log in. Can you give me uh, that too? It's just you and I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no one's watching, right? So, 
Uh, no one's calling though. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you actually what it looks no like. No one else probably wants it too. So, so on my phone, there's an authenticator app, and as I do that, it's my green screen's messing it all up. But uh, I'm given a six-digit code, and it refreshes every sixty seconds. So I go to log into my Tesla account. I type in my username and password, and um, it's going to ask me for that six-digit code that comes off my phone. So if someone, uh, and phishing is still one of the most popular, or probably the most popular uh, forms of password stealing, uh, which is basically typing in your password into a fake website, or if you reuse the same password over and over, which I highly suggest you do not do, change your password like immediately. Um, but if using the same password over and over and someone has access to your password, uh, now they actually need your phone as well as your password to log into your account. So just as, as an extra layer of, uh, security and uh, the a couple of things for it. You, it does not affect your car. So if you have pin to drive, keep pin to drive enabled. Uh, think of this as only for your Tesla account on the web uh, and uh, logging into the app. It has nothing to do with uh, driving your car. So your car security is separate from your account security. But really, you don't want someone going into your account to uh, take control of your account and uh, either start buying cars or transfer ownership or just viewing your data and all all that sort of stuff, right? So right. it's fairly simple setup. You go to uh, mfa.tesla.com, uh, download an authenticator app on your phone. Just go to the Play Store or uh, App Store and look up authenticator app, uh, download it, uh, go through the registration process. On Tesla, you sign in. There's going to be a QR code. You scan the QR code, all set up, ready to go. Uh, you are given backup codes. Please, please, please print out your backup codes. Save them somewhere securely. If your phone dies or you switch phones, and Chris from Dirty Tesla, uh, he actually mentioned this on Twitter, he changed phones and he didn't save his backup codes. So you can't authenticate your account without the backup codes or without a code. And if your phone is your authentication method, uh, it gets tricky, right? So uh, they do give you backup codes, print them out, and store them somewhere safely, and uh, you're good to go. But it's highly suggested you uh, enable this. So if you're watching this, like, uh, honestly, just, like, go do it right now. Yeah. Or no, you're listening to this. Yeah. yeah and, you have, and you haven't done it yet. Um, you know what? I watched um, uh, a Tesla Inventory, Eric and Derek, uh, do all – they did, did a, a fabulous video on how step-by-step how to go about it. And you're talking about the codes. Uh, up until even when I did it, which was the day it came out, and I guess when they did the video, so I don't know about now. Tesla, remember it said, write down, Tesla said, write down or save these codes because you'll never get them again. Mm. Well, you could you you could go out and go back in, go back out, and, and they were all the codes were staying there. They weren't like disappearing. So I don't know if that was, I mean, Eric was saying that, you know, it's probably an, an issue and they shouldn't be, and Tesla should fix it. But um, yeah, you're right. Save those codes because so I saved them. The, the whole showing the code thing, uh, I think they disappear once you use the 10. And I'd have to try it to really play around with it. Um, but I know on, Is that like, why they my, say? Okay. Yeah, but because I know my Google account, they still show uh, my backup codes. And the reason for that is you still need the backup code to get into that portion. Right? Okay. But or you need, you need to authenticate to get into that portion. So it's not like someone's going to just go and log into your account um, and get those. They need to have one of those codes to get that far anyway, right? So, so it's Apple before the... Okay, I get you, I get you, okay. Yeah, and there's a... 
KKVR2823. <laughs> you did you a much better job this time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you can use it on any device. So it can be an iPad, a tablet. Uh, there's, there's a lot of uh, devices. Authy allows you to back up the app itself in the cloud. So if you change your device you and you can't reinstall the Authenticator app, you can restore your Tesla account that way. Uh, so yeah, there there's there are options. Uh, I just know that uh, it's something that you should do. So yeah, I didn't know that happened to Chris. So yeah, so this is an article. This is news that came out with Tesla this week and stuff like that. But mainly, if anything else, this is a public service announcement for anyone that has a Tesla. And obviously, you wouldn't be watching or listening to this if you didn't have a Tesla or you weren't interested in Tesla. So even if you don't have one yet, when you do get one. And, and people have been saying, you know, this has been this has been a long time that they've been waiting for this, and it's overdue. Even even Elon had said in one of the tweets that he's embarrassed that it took so long to do it. But um, honestly, I'm kind of shocked because Tesla's such a forward-thinking, innovative company, and uh, something like this taking that long is kind of shocking, right? So yeah, I'm glad it's here though. Like better late than never. That's you know, get all the positives. True, exactly. Yeah, moving right along. This is awesome time. We're 17 minutes in, buddy, and we're uh, we're on a third topic already. <laughs> uh, Gigafactory Berlin. Now, when Battery Day came out, let me back up a little bit. Yeah, when Battery Day uh, came and went, and they talked about the new uh, 4680 cells and stuff like that, we we basically knew that obviously it was going to go in the Plaid Model S. We knew it was going to go in the Cybertruck. We knew it was going to go into road, or we assumed it would go into road. So anything that wasn't out yet, we assumed it was going to go into, uh, un including the semis too. But he didn't really specify, and I, I think he did it on purpose, but he didn't really specify or speak directly to existing cars that we have right now, if they will get a retrofit or going forward, they're going to get the design change. But in one of the slides, as you can see in, in the article here by Drive Tesla Ken again, one of the slides that happened behind Drew and, and Elon as they were talking, they showed the single body castings of the front and back and how they were talking about how the battery pack is now the new structure and stuff like that. And anyone that was familiar with those shapes and those molds uh, knew that it was a Model Y. So, and also with, with Elon mentioning, I think, a month or two ago that uh, the Model Y coming out of Berlin will be different than the Model Y in North America. It'll be a completely different car. So don't quote me, but he said something along those lines. So I'm thinking, you know, what battery cells are going to be in there? Well, he confirmed in one of his tweets uh, going down here, once again, whole Mars catalog asked him, and he confirmed that Berlin will be using the 4680s for the, um, for the Model Y. So that's huge. So... The Model Y, he, he wasn't he wasn't allowed, sorry, he wasn't exaggerating. He actually was telling the truth and he was bang on when he said the Model Y, the European Model Y is going to be a completely different car. It may look the same on the outside, maybe even on the inside, but the car is going to be completely different than the North American version. And it's interesting that he says he wants to give it like two years before he starts transitioning, right? Yeah, you know what? I think once <laughs> again... Just like the stuff that he talked about about it, they're sandbagging a lot of this stuff. Yeah. And can you blame them for the Os Osborne effect? Like, you don't want to kill your sales, right? Well, you 
you also have people that are buying cars. Um, I think our buddy Trevor uh, mentioned this on Twitter. Uh, there's people that are expecting retrofits now for the uh, heated charging port. Yep. And he mentioned it, and uh, he's like, why do people expect um, that you're going to get a, a retrofit for, for that, right? Um, so, you yeah, know what? Like, should Go people ahead. get a retrofit for their battery cell? Like, No, no, <laughs> they shouldn't. But, And I understand what Trevor's saying, and I completely agree with him. And that's just, you know what? That's the, what word am I looking for here? That's the spoiledness, if that is such a word, of some Tesla people. Um, and and you know what? You almost can't blame them because Tesla is a completely different car company, as we've talked about before in the past. They're completely different. They're not the typical car company that, you know what? This is what you get. This is the 2020 version. If you want something different, you got to get the 2021. Like Tesla's changes things, whether it's software or even hardware throughout the, the, the year. So and really, and, and sometimes they offer like, look at, look at the, the hardware three retrofit. I mean, yeah, you have to pay for it, but you could have gotten it if you pay for it. Right. So Tesla's gotten these, some people in this train of thought, this mindset that I should have that if that's new and that came out and I don't have it and I've got the same car, I should have it. And then they whine and complain. And I think that's part of the reason is because Tesla doesn't use version numbers or year numbers, <laughs> version numbers. They don't use years for their models. Uh, so people just expect like, hey, I'm, I have that car. Why don't I have everything, right? Exactly. Uh, but there are differences. And uh, hey, while we're on the topic, there was a question at the top I said we'd get to uh, from Dan, the Model 3 refresh that's coming. Any thoughts on the new electric article? Oh, yeah. Um, that was yeah, sorry, Dex. Uh, you have to scroll all the way up. But uh, we're on the topic now. I think the um, it's. I think using the word refresh is wrong because even Elon himself said like they don't do refreshes, right? Uh, they do incremental changes. And uh, if you think like, would you consider a upgraded charging port a refresh? Probably not. It's just like a small change of quality of life improvement. Um, on the article that they shared, they're getting rid of my biggest complaint on the Model 3, which is the piano black gloss uh, center console. Uh, I think that was like the dumbest design decision that they've included. But they they do incremental changes, right? And uh, I guess you could, I don't know, if you want to call it a refresh, call it a refresh. That's just semantics. But uh, I think ultimately it's Tesla makes changes and when you buy your car, you're buying the best possible car at that given time. And you should be happy that you're getting software updates because no other manufacturer does that. Uh, and other than that, I mean, the hardware changes over time. You got to uh, be happy with what you have, I guess. No, like you, you got your car the same day I got mine. Like we're talking hours apart. Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. And I thought maybe you knew Dan. <laughs> no, no, no. You you got your car like hours apart yes. from me, right? Yes. Um, I got mine in the morning. You got yours in the afternoon. I didn't even know you at the time. Sorry, I got mine in the night. <laughs> <laughs> it was scheduled for the afternoon, but it ended up being the night. <laughs> and it, it's crazy because we're like, we're in the same building for a long period of time together. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know you. I didn't know you from a hole in the wall, dude. Yeah. So, uh, but going back to what I was, <laughs> Yeah. Like, good friends. But going back to what I was saying, like, um, our cars have the same exact software. Uh, 
basically the same feature set with the exception of a couple of features here and there, but it's very close to the cars that they're bringing off the lot today. Yeah, and exactly. We didn't like, I didn't go to the Tesla dealership for them to have pay $400 for them to upload a piece of firmware to, to do that. So for, for maps like, like these <laughs> automakers are doing. Yeah. $400. I'll update your maps. Really? Are you kidding me? Yeah. I, I, I see. I think they stopped. They, they must have stopped doing that because who in their right mind with Waze and Google Maps and Apple Maps, like at the touch of your, at the tip of your finger, well, you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> like, why would you, why would anyone pay for that? Unless like they're like seniors and they depend on, I mean, you know, seniors wouldn't depend on GPS. They wouldn't, they wouldn't use a navigation. Yeah. And Sorry, there's, seniors, there's some comments about the piano black. It's, it's rumored in the uh, electric article. Uh, that's part of the refresh and part of the changes that they're doing. Yeah. And again, I don't see it as like a full refresh. I see it as uh, incremental improvements constantly over time to give the, the customer at any given time the best possible uh, car rate. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're right. It's, it's semantics when you're talking about the actual term refresh. But yeah, I read that article too, and I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, I'm a little disappointed. I mean, I get it, but I'm a little disappointed that they couldn't post pictures. Didn't they say in the article, we have pictures, but we can't post them? <laughs> yes. Yeah, or we've seen, we've seen pictures and we can't uh, share them or something like that. They but, shared uh, a few, but nothing... No, that, that was the one of the Santa console. I think that was, um, uh, if you read it, if I, if I read it correctly, it was a render or a mock-up or something. They painted yeah. it or something. And, and I, our buddy Rob said BMW charges updates twice per year. So Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> hey, Sub Rob. Subscription service for car updates. How's your man call, Rob? <laughs> Rob, Rob, uh, Rob was down with... with um, a little cold else he was going to join us tonight uh hopefully next week yeah hopefully next time no actually you know what no that was your one opportunity <laughs> never come back never get invited back but yeah okay. no i think going back to the battery um i think it's it's cool and i'm looking forward to seeing what they can do and uh elon's a smart guy let's yeah just leave it at that Exactly. And you know what that's good. It, I, I, some people have talked about this, but okay, yeah, getting back to the European why, when they put those cells in there and they have those two castings and apparently it's, it's, it saves something like 200 or 370 extra parts just by making those two solid castings. That's, that's, that's incredible if that's true. And I don't uh, have any reason to think that it isn't or believe that it isn't true. So let's just assume it's true. Like, they're going to be able to sell that car. And once again, this is where people here in the U.S. are probably going to start whining and complaining. But they're going to be able to sell it for so cheap that they're, they're going to really turn that European market, at least the European EV market, uh, you know, for a good spin. Well, the reason why that their sales in uh, Europe are so high is because their gas prices are ridiculous. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. The, we, I know we complain about ours here in Canada. Yeah, and our, like I talk to people about gas savings. I mean, usually use our buddy Mark, uh, the backseat baller, uh, as <laughs> yeah, I use him as an example for gas savings because of the sheer number of kilometers he puts on his car because he's over yeah. 150,000 now, right? He, yeah, yeah, he's, he's close there, yeah, 150, 160, something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I think in the next year or two, he'll probably be the highest, uh, Model 3, but uh. Yeah. You look at his, his gas savings, his gas savings are ridiculous, right? 
And that's at our rates. Could you imagine if you lived in Europe? <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. I know. And, you know, and not to say we have a good, uh, or not to say we don't have a right to complain about gas prices. Mind you, I don't know about you, Franklin. I haven't complained about gas prices in a long time. I don't even know what <laughs> they I, are. Yeah, yeah I, I say that half jokingly, but yeah, for you, it's probably very accurate because you really don't know what they're at. For me, I'm, I'm half joking because I still do have a gas car. Um, hopefully in the next year and a half, I won't. But right now I still do, so I still have to look at it. Um, it speaking of gas cars, did you hear about, uh, and this is a comment that was brought up. Uh, where was it? I just saw it too. It Steven? Stevens, yeah. Um, Self Ontario comes today on Ford's announcement. Yeah. Now, this is where I need you, Franklin, because I didn't hear about Ford's announcement, but are we so, talking about the F-150 extended range thing? So uh, the federal <laughs> and provincial governments are, I don't know if it's $250 million each or $250 million total, uh, but... Let me guess. They're, they're subsidizing Ford to, uh, to make electric vehicles. Mm, Jesus Christ. Okay. So, well, I mean, hey, it's not. Uh, so they're from what I've like, I looked at the announcement. I was I didn't listen to it, but I was reading an article about it. Uh, it's kind of interesting that they want to push uh, their whole spiel was like, oh, we want uh, Canada to be making electric vehicles and be a leader, blah, 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 blah. Right. Uh, so, I mean, it's not a terrible thing, truthfully. Uh, it just, I don't know what's going to come of it. No, listen, it's not a bad thing. And when they spin it that way, yeah. But I am just so sick and tired. And, and every taxpayer should, too, be sick and tired of these of governments. And, and, and I know in this case you can argue it's not a bailout, but we know what happened back few years ago when they actually did bail out the automakers and stuff like that and they never saw that money again <laughs> uh they never paid it back at least here in ontario I, I can't speak to other provinces or other states down in the in the u.s and stuff like that but they bailed them out and you know what i can go I, i'm gonna reserve my comments because i can go off into a huge anti-union rant that this is what this um podcast is not about <laughs> yeah and so, just for clarification they're saying it's 1 billion it's 500 million each wow yeah so i mean hey it's it's not a it's not a terrible thing like i said and uh i mean if it actually helps them make electric vehicles i'm all for it right yes if they, yes if they make electric vehicles that's fine but then what i thought steven and, and i appreciate you franklin uh Bring me up to speed because I didn't, I wasn't familiar with the announcement today. Uh, I don't follow the news too much sometimes from day to day, but I thought that he was maybe talking about. Did you see that other article that uh, came out a few days ago where Ford wants to make their F 150, their electric F 150, and then offer an extended add on that you can either purchase or you can rent from the dealership and then like rent it for a day or two or a few days and then bring it back? Um, that plugs into the back of the bed of the truck and it's a basically a gas or diesel generator to extend the range like no i didn't i didn't hear about that like what are we doing here people are like ford's basically saying you know what 
I know we're making it look like we care about the environment and we look like we're making or, or may look like we're trying to go electric, but really here's our cards. This is what we're actually only considering. This is all we're thinking about. It's like, I mean, I see some points for the, the reasoning behind that, but at the end of the day, in my opinion, you get a, an electric vehicle to, for an environmental point of view and for cost savings. Mm-hmm. And putting putting a extended range thing in there that doesn't I mean you might as well just you might as well just drive it. <laughs> and you enjoy driving even more. Like Martin said, he's he drove almost thirty thousand kilometers in a year, and he used to drive seventeen thousand. Uh, Mark used to drive seven thousand miles per year, and I was up to twenty two thousand. I was probably around ten thousand kilometers a year. Now I'm up to about thirty. Uh, so just like just from very small sample size here you get an electric vehicle you drive a lot more right you you uh, do you do i've explained that to people many people in the past yeah you you do and you don't you may not think you do and and this is go, goes back i explain this to people when i talk to them when they ask me about leasing i'm like do not lease an electric car <laughs> unless you want to buy out the lease at the end but if you just lease it with intentions to stay in those limited kilometers and then hand it back without the penalty you're gonna you're gonna screw yourself. Yeah, we have Rob, of course, twenty four thousand a year before eighty thousand per year now, right? <laughs> like that's just an insane number. And I think, um, oh Rob, the drive gets better over time, right? Like we we're talking about before. Um, so my drive today was drastically better than my drive yesterday. Uh, so the uh, and the twenty twenty forty three update uh, that yeah. we got. Yeah. Uh, I know it's our next topic. And, 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 why, and why was it? Why was it better? <laughs> so there's a street that I drive on fairly frequently that the speed signs have changed over the last year. And Tesla's obviously is using old map data, which is outdated. So I'd always have to manually adjust my speed throughout. So I jumped from like 80 down to 70, up to 80, down to 70. And uh, honestly, like, Police have had like it's been a dream for police on that road over the last year because of all the the speed changes of people not knowing. So if you're doing ten over and you're doing ninety and a seventy afterwards, you know it's not uh, not good. So yeah. uh, today for the first time driving on that road, I did not have to readjust my speed once. So like world of difference because Tesla can now read speed signs, obviously, right? So yeah, uh, makes a huge difference in. Uh, driving experience. So it is. It doesn't. It, it should. I'm. I'm talking like I know, but I just got the update today. If folks, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, the newest, latest update in uh, version 10.2, which is build number 2020.40, and it first started out like .01 and .03, but now it's actually 40.3, and uh, it's rolled out. It's it started trickling out a little bit. Uh, the day before and then yesterday and today they seem to be putting it out in mass. Franklin got his yesterday. I got mine just before we started, about an hour before we started. And um, yeah, it's good. It, it brings some improvements. One of the ones that uh, Franklin was touched on there is finally here in Canada, at least, we've got uh, speed sign recognition using the camera. And which- I don't know if it was fluke of luck because uh, it was asked in the comments. Uh, it does work in school zones. It's one. It was one of those flashing school zone areas and it dropped right down to 40. It detected the flashing light Good. as if it was a street light, but um, nonetheless, it went from 50 down to 40 like instantly. And I was like yeah. super impressed. 
So you got to be careful with school zones, though, because I'll tell you, yeah, like most, I'm sure I'm like most people where you you know how you can do that that difference between five and ten kilometers or fifteen kilometers or whatever. Zero tolerance but, in the school zone. Yeah, in in a school zone, you don't want to be going a kilometer or a mile over. 40. When we say 40, we're talking kilometers, folks. In in the States, I don't know what the school zone uh, restrictions is, are in miles. I'm guessing 25, but if, if you yeah, can translate the same. I'm exactly like UDEX. I have my to tolerance of going over, but in school zones, like I personally maintain like a zero over. You got like it. I, I'm under, I'm usually under, not over, right? Uh, yeah. It's, I exactly. understand the safety of the situation and uh, it's just not worth it, right? Yeah, no, exactly. Now, to your point when you were talking earlier at the beginning and you said that it is a good thing because, you know, it's actually uh, fixing a lot of uh, signs. There is one um, around my commute to work where it's actually 70, but when I'm going, the car thinks for a good kilometer or two stretch, the car thinks it's 40, and it drives me nuts because I'm on autopilot and I just got to keep my foot on the accelerator. Which hopefully it fixes I know it. it sounds it sounds so archaic. Hey, I gotta keep my I, I, typical spoiled Tesla saying it. I gotta keep my foot on the accelerator. Oh my god, that's so savage. I think, <laughs> but, um, but hopefully it fixes your problem, Dex. It, it should fix it. You you had a question? No, I was question? just gonna point out that um, there are still some things, and I'm planning to make a video of this. There's some things where it does pick up. It'll pick up fake stop signs or fake streetlights, and it will come to a stop when it shouldn't. Um, so, and I still notice it with the newest update. So just keep that in mind. It, it's good. It fixes a lot of the speed limit stuff, but there's some areas where it has outdated map data and it's still picking that up, even though the cameras aren't. So. Yeah. Well, and I was going to say, you know what? You're absolutely right. Because I noticed we're driving last week somewhere and I was coming up to, and tell me in the comments below, if you guys experienced this too, coming up to a railroad track and you know, the railroad tracks have the red lights. They weren't flashing, obviously. I also wouldn't have gone through it. And I wouldn't be here to tell the story if I did. But it detected the railroad track, the lights, uh, for the, the crossing lights, because I saw it depicted in in the uh, on the screen. And it started slowing down because it, it thought it was a red light or a flashing red light or something. But it actually thought it was. And it was slow, slowing down. If not, I didn't let it stop. But I'm assuming if I would let it, it would have probably stopped. And uh, there was something else I, that I saw that, yeah, I detected falsely. But, and that was, once again, that was before 40.3, which we're getting, if not, if you don't already have it in the last 24 hours. So there's that. And my last point on, on the speed stuff is that you got to be careful because I, I was telling my wife when it was downloading and installing today, I said, oh, so this is what the car is going to do now. She drives it like 5% of the time. But I let her know. And she's like, oh, that's amazing. And I'm like, well... It's good, but some cars already, some cars have had it for a while, right? Like it's not, it's not only an only Tesla thing. But I said to her, I said, there's parts in Burlington, which is an area around where we live here, that I can actually go. It says 60, but for some reason it thinks it's 80, and I can go faster. Now maybe I shouldn't because I'm gonna get a ticket eventually, but uh, I'm gonna miss that because I can go faster in those zones. And it didn't detect it, but now with this new recognition, it's going to know that it's sixty. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to, I'm going to hate that part of it. It had some. This update has some other good stuff. Uh, real yeah. quick, there's a Bluetooth. Um, so it? if you have multiple people using your your car or multiple phones, 
uh, you can toggle on uh, in the top right, just tap Bluetooth. You can toggle on a primary Bluetooth device. So it's yep. going to check for that one first. Um, it has a glove box pin, uh, which uh, as an in, if you have something in your glove box and you don't want someone to enter, you can put a pin on your glove box. So you need the pin to be able to open it. It asks for the pin, whether you're trying to manually hit glove box or uh, do it through voice. And I actually noticed something really interesting in this update. Uh, they always add additional release notes or whatever, like extra release notes. Uh, this was not part of the actual notes themselves. Our buddy Aaron actually asked for this a few months ago, or I want to say like half a year ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you use pin to drive, do you use it, Dex? Uh, I turn it on. I've, I've used it at times, and then I ended up turning it off. Okay. So uh, if anyone uses pin to drive in the comments, let me know. But uh, basically, pin to drive used to have a button that said... Um, allow or enter or whatever. So you'd enter in your four digits and then you'd have to hit like accept for your four digits to go through, whether it's right or wrong, then you go into your car. Like an uh, okay button? Yeah, like an okay button that you've entered in your four digits. Uh, okay. So uh, Aaron suggested that once you enter in your four digits, the car should be smart enough to know, hey, enter the four digits, either allow me in or say wrong, incorrect passcode, right? So in this update, uh, that was actually changed. So if you use pin to drive now, you don't have to hit OK. You just enter in your four digits, and it'll bring you in. So there's no more confirmation. And oh. it works the same way on Glovebox. Yeah, it's just, just one less button press that you that could distract you. So that's or, or it's just a convenience thing, maybe. Yeah, basically. It's just <laughs> convenience, right? And again, it's one of those things they didn't mention in the release notes, but I thought I'd just bring it up. OK, let me ask you something about uh, Glovebox pin. Mm-hmm. I thought, and please correct me that I'm wrong, because I want to be wrong so it'll make more sense to me. Okay. Yeah. Moving, moving right along then. Uh, no. When you're in valet, doesn't that uh, lock out the the glove box opening when you're in valet yeah. mode? But what if you want to keep something in there that you don't want your wife to see? Okay. So it's a divorce <laughs> feature. Okay. I get you. I get you. Okay. Moving yeah. right along. It's, <laughs> it's called the cheater mode. <laughs> Imagine it as a second, like, you just say, hey, go out to my car and grab something, and you keep something in your glove box. I don't know. It's just... yeah. okay. So okay. So it's because I'm thinking, what's the use for it other than valet or having someone drive the car that you don't want want to go in the glove box? I guess maybe your kids. But you know, once again, what happens? You lend it to your kids, and your kids get pulled over because you didn't put the speed restriction on it. <laughs> now and they have to it... call you for the glove box access. Yeah, because they got a cop breathing down their neck and they're waiting for their insurance and ownership, which is in the glove box. <laughs> so Valley locks the glove box. It locks the frunk. Uh, it limits speed. Yeah. Uh, what else does it do? There's a couple other things. I'm just, just drawing a blank, but uh, I've used it. Uh, like I use Valley. Yeah, it hides your home address. Add, oh, yeah. It hides all your home address. Recents and home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's good. I used to use it a lot uh, before 2020, I guess we can say. But uh, yeah. yeah, not a lot of validating nowadays. Okay, so but I am so I was right that Valley does that. So glove box is just an added, I guess, an added um, scenario like that you can use it in. I like Rob glove box pin is for Robo Taxi. See, that's those are the comments we want to read. Okay, there you go. But you, Honestly, 
from like a coding perspective, it's not super hard because they already had the pen to drive and it's literally the same interface. And all they did was oh, basically sure, yeah. take that function and apply it to the glove box function. And the glove box was already opened up through uh, through the use of the screen. So it wasn't like there's a physical component that's, oh my God, how are we going to do this? It's already all digital. Um, yeah. So for but them yeah. to apply it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you're a software guy. You would know it would be simple. I'm not a software guy, but I bet you it's probably a copy and paste. <laughs> yeah, well, I, when I say simple, I mean assuming it was coded in a way that's... Uh, functional that you can just like reuse right and yeah yeah based on how the tesla interface functions and runs you can notice that a lot of components are reused which makes sense because you don't re redo the wheel over and over um so uh in the sense of tesla they seem to know what they're doing and it's probably pretty easy probably uh, what will they lock next <laughs> mark wants to know Holy lock things. Well, yeah, well, you know what? That's that's the beauty with software and a car that's controlled fully by software. They can lock anything. They could probably yeah. lock the wheels. It's called park, but, <laughs> but. no Netflix okay. for you, kids. Yeah, they could who knows what they could do. Yeah. Anyone else noticing their Netflix and YouTube interface very slow in the last few months? Uh like it's, it's slow to load. Yeah. But once it's loaded, it's pretty speedy. Well, yeah, A, it's slow to load, but I find too that it's slow even navigating around. Like once you once you pick something and it starts streaming, yeah, it's fine. It's not jittery depending on your connection and stuff like that. But even navigating around, like scrolling up in some YouTube uh, pages and stuff like that, and and Netflix, I find that it's getting like I mean, I'm thinking it's already getting jerky. Like I can imagine two years down the line, another two years from now, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. I think they have to optimize it, but anyway. Yeah. But speaking of RoboTaxi, uh, when I say RoboTaxi and I say Google, what do you think of Franklin? <laughs> Waymo? Waymo, exactly. And um, you, you said you off just before, like off camera before we started uh, filming here, you were mentioning something about Waymo? Uh, yeah, so recently. Waymo made an announcement, uh, I want to say yesterday, uh, all the days are blur lately. I want to say yesterday, they made an announcement that they're actually testing out um, full self-driving vehicles now. Mm -hmm. And they made this announcement like two years ago when they made it. Uh, it was full self-driving, but there's still people in the driver's seat as a just in case, got to take over type thing. Yeah. Um, this time around, it's like there's no one in the driver's seat. Uh, there's still some limitations to it. It's not like full public release yet, like they make it seem. So it's a little bit clickbait on Waymo's perspective or part, uh, but it is full self-driving people that are just, or cars that are just driving around and it's a five kilometer radius or something like that. I don't remember the exact numbers, uh, but Waymo is actually testing it in a uh, very small uh, radius. Uh, so because of that, Elon sent out a tweet. He said, Waymo is impressive, but highly Specialized solution. The Tesla approach is a general solution. The latest beta build is capable of zero intervention drives. We'll release limited beta in a few weeks. And he also says it's going to fix the, or the phantom braking should be fixed on the current wide release build. So if you guys have phantom braking, I'd love to know. Because uh, I still get it every so often, um, even with bridges, uh, despite yeah. everyone saying, hey, it's gone. I, I still experience it. So, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of 
I, I can't wait to see what Tesla's implementation is. I want to see the rewrite. Uh, I want to see, um, like, obviously, like we know what Tesla's implementation is, but I mean, like, I want to see it actually, like, Tesla's solution actually up and running because we can actually see Waymo's right now, and we've seen Waymo. Uh, we've seen Waymo or Waymo. Yeah, and <laughs> it's a stupid joke. No, I know what you're saying, Franklin. Uh, Franklin was very concise in that explanation and that that article. It's actually not an article. This is just some tweets uh, that I wanted to bring up to uh, to everyone's attention. That that Fra that Franklin. I almost called you Franklin. I meant Elon. Elon uh, mentioned today in his Elon Franklin. Same thing, right? Continue. Yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this this Twitter user Tasha uh, Keeney, she went on to talk and explain it in five separate five or six separate tweets about this whole thing about Waymo and the announcement and everything. And that was Elon's response to it, which he, he said, yeah, it's good, but he just obviously touting full self-driving is going to be better. Right. What got me is how he says is capable of zero intervention drives. Didn't he just say a few weeks ago that he has the build that he has in his car. He can almost do it with zero intervention. Now he's saying zero intervention. And, and I it, think is that like the progress that they've made. I think honestly, to me, that just means that they have. Um, if you think from the perspective of what Tesla can do right now, right? Uh, highway on ramp to off ramp, technically 100%. Uh, there's still cases where uh, <laughs> that comment from Mark Frank Lawn. Uh, there, there are situations where it doesn't work on the highway, right? Let's be honest. But uh, technically, from the perspective of Tesla, on ramp to off ramp, 100% highway, just collecting data, making it better. Uh, city streets, it can go straight, street lights, starts, stop, uh, stop signs, green light, red light, yellow light, right? So right what's now. Yeah. right now? No, yeah. you're, you're, you're right. And and Elon does bring up a good point. Like, I mean, Waymo, not Waymo, um, what was it? Uh, Super Cruise, they, they said that they touted last year, the year before that their car could go uh, fully uh, autonomous without any interventions, but it was only on certain highways and certain paths. Elon yeah. saying ours is going to be like everywhere. It's not going to be just restricted to some certain areas. So I think what but, Elon's basically saying is they have left turns, right turns, roundabouts done, or not done, but like functional enough where it's usable. Yeah, that's what's left, right? Yeah, and I mean. I'm not saying that's like everything, but those are the big ones. Because yeah. once they have those, it's just a matter of collecting data, uh, optimizing, collecting more data, optimizing, collecting more data, optimizing, and adding in small little um, extras here and there, right? Those are their big things that they have left. So they're getting close. They are getting close. And I'm excited too. I, I wish I could be one of those uh, limited beta people. <laughs> That'd be awesome. There's none in Canada. Ah, oh, that sucks. So I, once again, and we expected this, right? When it does, move? no, 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 I'm not moving. <laughs> um, my wife would kill me, but uh, what I'm saying is something we already know the Canadians will be delayed for getting this new rewrite, which I fully expect. I mean, it's not as bad and it's not as disappointing if you already expect it ahead of time, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're asking about Super Cruise, by the way. I just want to touch on that real quick. Super Cruise is actually pretty amazing. Um, yeah, it actually uses the internal camera to make sure you're paying attention. Uh, so they have, and, and like the places where it does work, it's fantastic. It's really good. 
but uh, it's highway only, and it's only specific highways. Yes, it's very. Yeah, that's that, and that's what I was alluding to. Uh, a couple minutes ago, yeah, it works great, but it's limited because they pick and choose, and they basically write the software for those streets only. You want yeah. to go somewhere else? It's like okay, hop in the driver's seat because I'm not taking you because <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, that was, that was Rob's question. I just want to address it before I forgot. Rob, oh, yeah. Rob had a question. Oh no, that that was it. He is asking about Super Cruise. Oh, okay. Rob didn't know. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, I I'm still worried about the whole winter climate thing and. I no. feel like they still have to do stuff with that. Um, it started hailing today. Did it? Uh, where I, when I was driving, yeah, and uh, I had to actually figure out what lanes I had to be in myself. Navigation on autopilot shut off. And I was like, now oh, I have to decide my lanes. What is this, right? And once again, that whole Tesla spoiledness. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, first world problem. But, uh, like, I, I'm a huge believer of uh, FSD, right? And there's some really fascinating things that are happening, like Waymo announcing it, Tesla's getting closer. Um, there's China's actually deploying FSD cars now as we speak on on roads and stuff, and they're doing their own tests. Uh, so the whole FSD thing's actually like Heating a up. lot more interesting. Yeah, it's a lot more interesting right now than it was like two years ago or three years ago. Could you imagine three good. years ago? This like, is what hey, competition breeds, right? It's healthy. Exactly. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Who wins out in the long run? Us, the consumers. consumers yeah. yeah. And I said it off air. Um, I'm a big fan of technology. And no, really, you? Yeah. Aren't you a luddite? <laughs> if if Tesla's first to market, great. Like I'm all for it. I love my Tesla. Uh, if it's someone else, great. It's better for uh, the population as a whole, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. It. it it's getting exciting, and we'll see who, who comes up for um, Somebody was asking, I think it was uh, Robert, how's a Super Cruise work in the snow? And the same question could be asked for Waymo, right? Like, okay, we know that's right now, that's the limitations with uh, autopilot as we see it today, right? Mm -hmm. Is that can, can Super Cruise or Waymo have a better solution? Is LiDAR the answer to that? Is that a workaround for snow? Don't take my word for it, but I still in the camp of needing both cameras and lighter. Yeah. I, well, I want vision and lighter. And I think um, we talked about it a few weeks ago. Um, Lucid has that, has both. So, yeah. But will LIDAR help with when there's snow covered roads and you can't see the lines on the road? Yeah, it will. It will? Okay. Yeah. okay. And it's just the way it works because it's like pre map data. Uh, in combination, I, I think oh, pre map data in combination yeah. with uh, cameras would be the best solution. Mm -hmm. um, and I know a lot of people are like, I'm going to get ridiculed for this. A lot of people don't like anything but um, like camera vision because, you know, it's supposed to be the it. Uh, but I think, and they're like, oh, it's going to take so long to map out, let's say, North America. But you got to imagine, like, look how fast Google updates, Google Maps, Street View. Uh, that's pretty damn quick, right? Mm -hmm. If you have someone like Tesla, like Tesla can probably, like I foresee Tesla making their own mapping service. And we talked about this in the past. Uh, they can probably map out like the whole world pretty damn quick with, you know, a million plus cars driving around all the time with cameras everywhere. And 
their maps would be super up to date constantly. Think about uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people love ways. Tesla can have a ways built in where we don't have to report stuff. Accidents will automatically, oh, we a Tesla just drove by an accident, poof, it's popped up on the map, right? Uh, so no reporting, it's the car that does it all, right? So uh, Tesla's in an interesting position, just the way their cars are and the way they receive data and stuff like that. So, um, But I also think because Waymo has such a large background funding um, from Alphabet, uh, they can probably, yeah, they can map out stuff pretty quick, right? Uh, and that's assuming the antitrust file uh, lawsuit thing doesn't go through and they're not all splitting up and broken up where they don't have access to that money and data anymore. But nonetheless, yeah, it's... Hey, hey, keep, let's keep this a Tesla. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's just fascinating, right? And again, um, better for consumers, right? Whoever gets yeah. there, uh, competition's good for everyone. Exactly. And the last thing I'm going to bring up, I found, I mean... Elon had a lot of interesting tweets, but this one he did today. Uh, some user called Zane Rays Four on Twitter said, "Will we ever see the automatic snake charger?" And Elon replied, "Yes." I thought, correct me, like correct me, please correct me. I thought that was this is what we can do. We're not going to do it, but we, this is what we can do. Now Elon's saying it's actually coming. Yeah, that's the- isn't that. Mind-blowing? He's, well, <laughs> he said plenty of times, he said that if they can get the car to drive itself, for it to plug in by itself is relatively easy. Because you got to think, it's just like... Yeah, I oh. remember him saying that's true. That's true. Yeah. So, I mean, if someone actually recreated it, I remember watching a YouTube video like three, four years ago, and someone recreated the snake charger. Did it work? <laughs> or did it puncture a, side, a hole in the side of the car? I don't know how many panels they went through but it didn't work at the end <laughs> oh, can you imagine no doubt i just you know when i saw that and wh- how old is that video now like four years old maybe five years old like it's been out it it's got some age to it anyways when i first saw that i was like oh that's cool it looked it's, it looks so surreal it looked alienish, which it basically is but i don't know I'm excited to know that it is coming out. And it is something that they will have to with the robo-taxi fleet. It's something that they would have to address because if there's no human intervention, how are we going to charge these cars? They're going to, I don't know. I, I, what I want to know is, will they sell a home version? Oh, can you imagine? I'm that lazy, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. You will be the first to have it. Trevor will be the first to have it just so he can make a video. And Derek from Tesla inventory because you know they buy everything and they'll be the first to have it so they can make a video too oh, even no matter care. how much it costs i don't care about the video i just want it because my laziness yeah oh yeah i'm lazy too so uh, yeah like, but, I'm, but i'm more poor than i am lazy so that's the difference <laughs> that's what that's what will make me not happen <laughs> well that's because you have kids i don't that's literally yes. the only difference yeah right? not that you know of at least yes <laughs> hey franklin speaking of uh and now i'm just making that up that was a story but spe- speaking of which, do you have any uh, Tesla stories we can end off this uh, this nine-minute video? You go first. Do you have we don't have it. Twenty-five seconds. Go. Twenty-five seconds. Okay, I can't even think of the story I was going to say. Well, okay. Uh, anyone that saw, long story short, I have uh, bought these uh, white uh, seats for my for interior seats. They're seat covers. They go over top my existing black seats. 
Terrence White. Uh, did a video about it. I like them so far. They're very comfortable. They fit good and everything. Uh, one problem that I'm faced with right now, and I'm trying to rectify it, is because the added material in the back seat that you because it wraps around and then it it sort of uses like straps underneath to hold everything together tight in the back seat the the actual seat cushions. One problem I've run into is the seat belts. How you know how they stick through those little holes and you have to fish them through when you're putting the seat back the 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 bench part of the seat back in. You have to fish them through because of the extra padding now they don't stick up all the way and i've got two kids under the age of teenagers let's just say that you can when you go to put your belt in the, the latchet into the buckle you have to really push hard to get it in and uh, the kids can't do it so needless to say i'm in the uh market now for some seat belt extenders and long story short or long story long uh i've been through three or four on Amazon and none of them fit. I've got one more thing I'm going to try, uh, a little more of a professional, I guess, exact uh, seatbelt manufacturer I'm going to give a try and I'll see what happens there. But I'm, it, it, it's, I don't want to, I want, don't want to sound negative about it, but it is a deal breaker. If I can't get the kids to belt in properly themselves and I have to put it in for them every single time, that may be a deal breaker. So I'm working on that. Um, for anyone that gets the seat covers, they're great seat covers. If you don't put people in the back seat, like if it's just a single couple or a single person, then you won't have that problem. And they, then it, there should be a 3D printed version that you can make. I'll, I'll look into it for you. No, 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 no. I want, see, that, and that's the thing. The, the, a handful of the ones I got off Amazon, they were, they were cheap and when I say cheap, I should say they well, were I'm not going to charge you for it. No, no, let me finish. They were inexpensive. But when I got them, even though they didn't work, I was looking at the, I was holding in my hand and looking at the quality and they were cheap. And I don't mean as an inexpensive, I mean, I mean as in poor quality. And you got to remember, this is something that's going to restrain uh, your family or friends in there. Who, John, who is John and why did he do that? Guys, do not be giving me any money, please. Thank you very much, John. Check, but please, no super chatting money. <laughs> this, we're just in here in a happy little coexistence of friends here chatting about Tesla. <laughs> and if Franklin put him up to this, I'm going to kill him. But anyways, no, I did not do it, was a very, it was a very cheaply made uh, seatbelt extender. And I didn't, even if it did fit, I would be very hesitant about putting my kids in there because at the end of the day they have to work like a proper seatbelt right and you have to trust it that it's going to restrain your kids in the event of something so yeah that's my story more to come i'll do a video uh at the end when i finally do decide what i'm going to do well i tried buying a super chat for five dollars saying don't do this and didn't go through huh. okay do you have a story <laughs> yeah i do make um, it quick so we can end this super chat thing <laughs> Okay, I was walking my dogs, and I was coming into, like, towards my house, and a lady was walking her dogs, and I stopped to talk to her. She's like, are you the one with the Tesla? And The noisy Tesla. No, well, she's just interested. Uh, so long story short, I started talking about it. and No, buddy, but take as long as you want, but this is interesting. I want to hear how she picked you up, because that's <laughs> such a pickup line. 
<laughs> are you the one with the tail? If a guy said that to a girl in a bar, <laughs> no one goes to bars anymore. Okay, in, in a park. <laughs> but um, so, the, so yeah, I was telling her about different stuff, and uh, I, I tell you, Smart Summon is like the coolest thing ever. So I told her about Smart Summon, and uh, basically I opened my garage from where I was. I had my Tesla roll out, and she was like absolutely blown away. So she wants to buy one now. Really? Yeah. When did she move in? To the car? I don't know, six to nine weeks. You don't. I understood your joke. I'm ignoring I, you. I know. I know. I don't. Okay, that, that's good. Buddy, you're always selling this car. That's great. Did you give her your code? No. Oh, you got to seal the deal, dude. You got to give her your code. I don't <laughs> seal the deal. I don't. Um, well, she knows where I live, okay? But um, I told her about the referral system, and truthfully, I have. Like, I have, like, 11,000 kilometers of supercharging credit. And I know for some people that's either, like, a lot or not a lot. Uh, but for myself, I don't use it enough. So I'd rather give the referral credits out to people who actually uh, have none. Or, yeah, yeah, so that's that's my mindset. I don't um, – actually, like, I've sold so many Teslas over the years or referred so many Teslas over the years. But I don't – I'm not big on uh, giving out my code because I don't care too much. And uh, – <laughs> give her your referral code. No, no, listen. Uh, 11,000 kilometers, that's a month. Yeah, for Rob. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I, I know what you're saying, frankly, because more than likely, they'll expire before you use them up. Yeah. And yeah, I, I want to use my, uh, like, I haven't, I don't okay. really charge anywhere in the last, like, six months anyway because of the pandemic. Um, and I was planning to use my, my referral uh, charging credits to do a North American trip and, that got all canceled, but I have enough to do that uh, if the world gets back into a normal state in the next couple of years. So uh, at any point in time, I'll use my code to extend my kilometer six months. But I don't know. I'm in the mindset. I want to give it on to people that don't have any. That's my. Okay, guys, I've muted him because he's just rambling on now. What I want to know, Franklin, and I want to mute you to answer this. Answer. I am muted myself. Oh, I can, I can super unmute you if you want. But no, what I want to know is. That's all fine and dandy. You didn't give her your code and everything. Did you at least get her phone number or give her your phone number? Listen, Dax, that's personal information. No, we're just friends here, buddy. It's just you and me. <laughs> nah, we're, we're good, Dax. Okay. Tell me off air. Yeah, yeah off, off air business. But yeah, no, it's um, <laughs> it's just one of those things. I, I don't love know. putting you on the spot there. There's there's a lot of people on the, on the concept of referral codes, just something that uh, I see people with like the ridiculous number of uh, referrals and uh, pass on the wealth, right? Yes. Speaking of wealth, Rob said he'll give you five dollars if you give her your referral code. Or he actually didn't say code; he said referral. So God knows what that means. Anyways, we're going down a rabbit hole with this. I, I I said it as a joke, but I can see where this is going. Um, the whole I'm, chat is just this now, by the way. I know. I know. Guys, hey, can we? Can we address one thing, Dax, real quick? We're over Why? the 45 minutes anyway. So so it's just everything's out the window? Anyone doesn't know what we're talking about at the beginning, uh, Franklin and I said we're going to try to keep this to 45 minutes. We're in an hour and seven, which is still incredible, but <laughs> past that 45 minute. Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, to John's point, uh, when he donated the Super Chat. Thank uh, you very you much, John. You shouldn't have, but thank you very much. 
On my Model Y, I have full self-driving. That's one reason I wanted a Tesla. Why would people cheap out and not get full self-driving? I kick myself. Uh, it's one of those things I tell people, if you're getting a Tesla, um, you're better off getting it earlier than later. Uh, the amount of money that it's gone up for myself has, co has covered so much of my depreciation uh, over the two years, uh, just from the FSD increase. And I know if you sell it back to Tesla, it doesn't, it's not included, but if you sell it privately, then it is, and you will recoup some of that. Uh, and then um, just like the mental stress and traffic, it's, I think it's worth it. And smart summons like the coolest thing ever. So uh, if you're like me and you smart summon like all the time and you trust it, best feature ever. Uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. So uh, well worth the money in my it, opinion. It is worth, I, I think so too. Um, I know it's, it's a hot debate and a contentious topic for whether it's worth the money or not. And some people are waiting for the, um, the uh, prescription, uh, prescription, the uh, subscription service. Now that's fine if you want to wait for that, but folks, don't don't have any anticipation that it's going to be cheap or any 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 wish that it's going to be cheap. I don't. I have a feeling when it comes, people are going to be shocked at how expensive it's going to be. They're going to be disappointed yeah. instantly. I have I have a feeling, and of course, stocks will tank. Yeah. So. Um. No, anyway, I, I agree with you with that. Uh, I was actually going to say something. Um, no, oh. we're, time's up, Dex. Yeah, time's up. No, no, I was going to. Don't worry, I'm not going to talk about your girlfriend anymore. I'm just. I wasn't going to say that. Uh, what I was going to say is, uh, thanks for joining us, everyone. Uh, we had fun in the chat tonight. Every week, chat's getting better, and we're having more and more fun. Every week's better than the last one. Um, my question to you guys in the chat, or my question to you guys, uh, if you're watching this afterwards, leave a comment down below if you can. What would you guys think about if I got, and I don't mean Franklin, Franklin's great and he knows a lot about computers and stuff like that, but I'm uh, thinking of getting a Tesla mobile tech guy on the show to answer all your questions. If you have any questions, pepper him with as many questions as you have. I'm going to have Franklin along so he can um, field all the questions and write them down. Uh, would that be something you guys would be into, like getting – an actual Tesla guy that's very experienced with Teslas and knows them inside out, whether it's an S, X, 3, or even Y, uh, and he can answer some questions. I'm, I'm thinking of doing that. I just want to put it out there to think if that's a, if that's something that you guys would like. We we can make the we can devote the whole entire show to just questions, or we can do the news and then just go into the questions afterwards. Uh, let me know in the comments below if you guys uh, would appreciate so, some of that. And if you have a question that you would want to ask too, I mean, it would be cool to have it, but we also need questions too. So, I mean, I'd hate to have the guy on and we're just talking about his experiences and we don't have any questions. But I know you guys in the chat, you guys would, would help us out with questions. So think about it. Let me know in the comments below if you guys would um, would be into something like that. And uh, uh, Franklin, I didn't do this last time. I had you and Paul on and I apologize. It totally slipped my mind. But uh, where can people find you? Uh, so on Twitter at Tesla Talks, on YouTube at DaxM, I have a Facebook group, uh, Model Three Owners Club or Canadian. You <laughs> I don't use you just <laughs> Trevor's. <laughs> I don't use Facebook. I'm sorry. Uh, that's where you can find Trevor. <laughs> we're, we're, what's your Facebook group? It's there's a there's a, a few there's a Canadian Model Three Club or group. Let's see, I don't even know myself and. Uh, Canadian Model Y group, and then I've got a, a Cybertruck one too. If it's not Canadian, it's just an all Cybertruck one, and that's fun too. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, you can you can find me there as well. Yes, you can. Dax, where can people find you? Um, oh, is this what we're doing? <laughs> no. I, uh, oh, I, I didn't notice you changed your name. I didn't even notice that. Okay. Uh, I had that I, name the whole entire show, by the way. Pe- did you? Yeah. And I just noticed that. If you look under my name, people are listening, not watching. My we have little names underneath. So underneath Dax is it says Dax M to at Tesla or Tesla Talks. Mine says not Dax Tesla Talks. So. I just noticed that, dude. I'm gonna have to go back in the video and, and see that. Anyways, yeah, Franklin. Seriously, thanks for that little plug because Franklin does this as a joke every week because he knows I'm not gonna plug myself. Where can people seriously find you, Frank? Uh, M Frunker on Twitter and uh, Mother Frunker on uh, YouTube. Awesome. He's got awesome videos. Uh, he just did one, like we talked about the two-factor authentication. If you haven't seen that video that he put out a couple of days ago, go check it out. And then I even commented on your last video you put out last night where where you made a fam. And, and it's not the first time. A lot of your videos, you use your family members to help you out and stuff like that, which I think is absolutely cool. And I, I mentioned that to you, but it really is cool that you can actually make uh, your Tesla videos, informative and instructional and all that kind of stuff, but also at the same time, involve your family members. That's awesome. Yeah, involve- I try to involve family, friends uh, as much as I can, right? So That's what it's all about, buddy. Family first, right? Yeah. Guys in the chat room and ladies and guys and whoever else, dogs, whoever's in the chat room, thanks very much for um, joining us. Could it do that? I'm thinking about doing that um, uh the tech guy, the, the mobile tech guy, probably next week. More to come. Stay tuned on this channel for more information about that or on my Twitter, like Franklin gave out. Uh, I'll, I'll give you guys at least two or three no- days notice so we, we can pile up all the questions ahead of time. Uh, so we have like questions to ask, and then we'll also take live questions in the chat too. So we'll try to do that next week, next week or the week after. Thanks for watching, guys. We will uh, see you on the next one. Take care. Bye-bye. Say bye, Franklin. Bye, guys. Thanks for coming out. All the people in the chat make it a lot of fun. So see you guys. I'm hungry. I'm going to eat. Bye.